You know that feeling after devouring a whole bag of chips on the couch? Maybe you're feeling bloated, guilty, a tiny bit disgusted with your lack of self-control. I know I've been there more times than I care to admit. Well, the same can happen when you binge on unnecessary content, too much content. You end up with a mind full of fluff, aimless trivia, perhaps even things that feel like garbage, things that impact you in a negative way. I believe in being extremely intentional about the things that we expose our minds to, the things that we feed our soul, and being extremely picky in what we allow to enter our brain. So, Let's talk about being intentional with what you feed your brain. After all, you are what you eat, or in this case, what you consume. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, anywhere. Hello there. Welcome back to the Speaking Made Simple podcast. I am so excited to have you here again. If this is the first time we are meeting, hi, my name is Chila. I am the host of this podcast. I am an author, a speaker, a certified speaking coach, and the creator of Speaking Made Simple. And today we are continuing our conversation around this idea of being extremely intentional with our content consumption. In a world that has so much quote-unquote stuff to offer, it is easy to become extremely overwhelmed by consumption and also at the same time become addicted to it. If you think about it, we have unlimited choices. So many books to choose from that you can read, so many podcasts to listen to, so many TV shows and movies to watch. And then let's not even talk about social media and influencers and listening to people's voices. And everybody has a message to share, right? And so no wonder it's easy to become so overwhelmed and addicted at the same time because If you listened to last week's episode, you know that when we consume content or food, it can be anything really, many times it, we get a dopamine hit, right? And so it makes us feel good in the moment. Unfortunately, just like the hangover that comes after eating too much, drinking too much, consuming of anything too much, we can feel not only overwhelmed by all the information that we are taking in, but depending on what kind of content we are consuming, it can also really impact our minds, our mental status in a way. It can impact how we feel. It can impact us either in a positive or a negative way. And because there is so much stuff out there, and of course, with everything that's good, there's also another side to it, a, a healthy dose of bad, right? 
And so unless we are extremely intentional about knowing what we want to allow into our minds, into our lives, what is going to help us grow and what is going to um, either take away from the quality of our life or even stunt us in, in some areas, we are going to be drowning in content consumption. And so if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I want to encourage you to do so because I'm talking about some of the good things of content consumption, uh, but also the pitfalls. And the pitfalls usually come from over-consuming. Unfortunately, the problem is that most of us have the tendency to easily over-consume unless we have some boundaries set in place that we can always refer back to. And that's what I want to talk about today. That's the conversation I want to continue. I want to talk about why is it essential to choose to be choosy about the content that we actually consume. And then I want to give you some practical tips on how to curate your content diet. Let's start with why is it essential for you to be choosy about your content? Before I dive in, I just remembered, in case you did not check out the Storytelling Made Simple workshop, it's a workshop that just dropped last week. I want to encourage you to go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash story. This is a workshop you do not want to miss. Storytelling is so important, not only in life, in getting your message across, but also in growing your impact as a business leader. In this workshop, I teach you everything you need to know about being a better storyteller and knowing what stories to tell in order to build that know, like, and trust factor with your audience. All the information is on the webpage at speakingmadesimple.co forward slash story. You can find all the details. And if you feel like it's a great fit for you, I want to encourage you to jump in. You can get instant access to it now. Okay. Getting back to our topic at hand. Why is it essential to be choosy about the content that you consume? Well, one mental digestion matters just as your body requires healthy, nourishing food, your mind needs thought-provoking and enriching content. Content that makes you think, content that challenges you, content that helps you expand your perspective in life, in business, and content that actually helps you grow as an individual. Imagine bringing a trash can into your home, and dumping its content into your living room. It's going to stink, right? It's going to be obvious, and it's going to be impacting the people that live in that home in a, me- in a big way, right? It's going to impact everybody in a very negative way. Well, that's what can happen when we don't pay attention to the content that we're consuming. And it's easy, you know, we, we hop on social media, we start scrolling and 30 minutes later we hop off and we don't re- know why we're feeling frustrated. 
In the meantime, may, maybe we were consuming content that was very controversial, um, irritating, or aggressive, or maybe it was content that, um, in a way, made us compare ourselves to somebody else and started feeling less than. And then 30 minutes later, we're like, why am I so aggravated? Why am I so frustrated? Well, it's because we were consuming things, content, that they don't really help our mental mental state and emotional well-being. So this is why mental digestion matters. The second thing is time is a non-renewable resource. And you hear me talk about this all the time. Your time and your attention are your most precious assets. When you give that away, you don't get it back. And if you give it away to something that is not worth much, you're not going to get much out of it either in return. We often lament about not having enough time, yet we spend countless hours on things that might be trivial, like scrolling on a phone or spending time pleasing someone doing something that doesn't really matter to us because we have a hard time saying no. There are so many different ways that we waste our time. And sometimes the reason for that is we don't really know what our priorities are or what our values are. We never took the time to actually clarify what truly matters to us. By choosing quality over quantity, you maximize the ROI on your time. And the first step in that is to actually sit down and think about what matters most to me in this season of life? What are my top priorities? And does my schedule, does what I do throughout the day actually match my priorities? Because that's another disconnect that I have noticed in my own life when I wasn't getting the results I really wanted I realized that I kept saying that this is what matters most to me, but my actions and my habits did not match what I said really matters to me. And so we need to take some time, think through what matters, and then start aligning our actions with that. And finally, why it's essential for us to be picky about our content is inspiration and growth especially for leaders. Consuming the right content can lead to better decision-making, having innovative ideas, and being at the forefront of your industry. And I know you are like me. You are a leader and you know that your message, your expertise, the things you bring to the table can make a huge difference in someone else's life. And in that case, As leaders, especially, we need to be very mindful of what kind of content we allow to influence us and enter into our brains and into our lives. Now that you're convinced, or hopefully at least intrigued, I want us to dive into the how-to. How do we go about curating our content diet? Well, the very first step is to audit your current consumption. Start by tracking what you consume daily. No judgment here. Give yourself grace in the process. 
it's similar to noting down every bite of food that you eat if you're keeping track of your macros or what you eat throughout the day. You just make note. This is what I did today. This is what I consumed. And just making note hour by hour on what you spent your attention on. And then check. Are you reading, watching the same stuff repeatedly? Is it constructive? Is it adding to your growth? Is it making you smarter, better, wittier? Or is it making you more cynical, negative, and bitter? If your answer is uh, none of the above, meaning none of the good stuff, (laughs) it's time to cleanse a little bit. And that's where the second step comes in. Set clear intentions. Before diving into an article, a video, or consuming any content on social media, ask yourself, why am I consuming this? If it's just because you're bored, maybe it's time to find a more productive hobby, right? If it's just because you're trying to numb a feeling because you don't want to sit with some negative emotions, maybe it's time to reflect a little bit and journal. It's not going to feel comfortable. But the question is, which uncomfortable feeling do you want to feel? The feeling of not not feeling your emotions or the uncomfortable feeling you're going to feel after you've wasted a bunch of time consuming content that you really didn't want to consume. The bottom line is that if you want to consume content that is going to help you grow as an individual, as a leader, you've got to be extremely intentional about your goals, about what matters. Not only getting extremely clear on what you will allow in your brain, but also at the same time, raising your standards for what you are going to consume. Raising the standard for what books are you going to read, what podcasts you're going to listen to, what social media accounts you're going to follow. And yes, even what kind of people you're going to spend most of your time hanging out with. That also falls into the category of consuming content because you want it or not, you're going to be impacted by the people you hang out with on the regular. Step number three, quality over quantity. It's not about how much you consume, but what you consume. Although sometimes it is also about how much you consume, because if you listen to last week's episode, too much of a good thing can be too much of a good thing. So go for reputable sources. If the last article you read was 10 celebrities that have broken up in the last couple of months, maybe it's time to pivot to 10 innovations changing the business world. Something that's actually going to help you show up in a more meaningful way in your life and in your business. Then use tools and filters. This is where technology can be a savior. Use content curation tools, set up RSS feeds, and subscribe to newsletters that resonate with your interests and the trajectory you want to see yourself in. 
and then unfollow, unsubscribe, and declutter your content regularly, content consumption library, I guess, regularly. Marie Kondo, your digital space. If it doesn't spark joy or wisdom, time to let it go. And a very helpful tip for me here, um, especially using my phone, has been that I don't get any notifications. I've turned off every notification on my phone except for, for getting text messages from my daughter and my husband and phone calls from um, my kids' schools and my husband. Those are the only thing that I get notification um, during the day. And so I don't get social media notifications. I don't get email notifications on my phone or on my computer for that matter. I have a set time for when I check my emails and I have a set time for when I am um, able to get on social media, specifically Instagram and how much time I want to spend on these social media platforms. Try this out for yourself as you are setting your own content diet standards, as you are raising your content consumption standards, write down some very specific things that are going to act as a filter, as a piece of boundary for what you are going to allow to enter into your life and into your brain. And then finally, diversify your content plate. Just as you wouldn't eat only cheeseburgers every day, as tempting as it sounds, maybe for some people, don't stick to just one type or source of content. Mix it up. Read a book, watch a documentary, attend webinars, listen to diverse podcasts. Variety is not just the spice of life, it's the protein, carbs, and fats too, right? Like we need a good mixture. And this also helps create a more holistic worldview and having a a more diverse perspective on life. Okay, friend, there you have it. Those were my practical tips for how to curate your content. So let's review real quick. Audit your current consumption. Set clear intentions, raising your standards, quality over quantity, use tools and filters to your advantage, use technology to your advantage, and diversify your content plate. I would love to know, what would you add to that list? What are some things you use in your own life to be really intentional about the content that you consume? Here's what I know. Your brain, much like your stomach, deserves the best. It's not about being a content snob, although, in all honesty, sometimes I do want to be a snob when it comes to curating my content diet. But it's not so much about that. It's about being an intentional consumer. As you curate your content diet, you're not only nourishing your brain, but also setting yourself up for personal and professional success and growth. And remember, occasionally indulging in some content junk food, quote unquote, is okay. We all love a good cat meme once in a while. (laughs) But let's make sure it's the exception, not the rule. Okay, friend, 
I hope that you found this episode helpful. If you did, I want to invite you to share it, share it with your friends, text this link to a friend. I know that anytime a friend sends me a link to a podcast and says, oh, you got to check this one out. I always trust the source and I'm always more inclined to check it out. And so if you found this episode helpful, I want to encourage you to share it. And also if you haven't left a review yet, I want to encourage you to do that as well. It really helps with visibility and getting the podcast in front of more people that would be interested in this content. Okay, friend, I want to encourage you as always to continue showing up for yourself, continue showing up for your audience because your voice, story, and message need to be heard. And that unique thing only you can offer, the world needs that. Okay, friend, bye for now.